transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. That being, that being said, Oscar Mayer wieners are really fucking gross. Don't, <laughs> They're horrible. I want, I want the Wienermobile, but I don't want an Oscar Mayer wiener. Okay. <laughs> I mean, what is the official Old Heart Radio dog of choice? I mean, that is Ooh. a question. We should. We're gonna have to figure it out eventually. Dude, we should hit up Olympia Provisions down to, down in Portland. What? We should just make. They got dogs. Dude, they make yeah, some I mean, fucking kick-ass. Hempler's is pretty good. Hempler's, the, the Mariner dog ones. But this is not yeah. bad. You know, if Those I if we if, if if we're talking, it do, yeah, it, do, it it does depend. Like, like, are we talking just like you know what you can get at the grocery store, like what you can get, like, you know, does anybody have a dope hot dog spot? Like, there's this great spot in Atlanta uh, called the Varsity. The Varsity is like this like well known hot dog fucking spot. Um, Old Heart Radio uh, and the hot dogs, and the corn dogs only take gourmet wieners. I'll tell you that. Well, I'll just tell you if I'm walking Not down the true. grocery, I'll the take grocery, every kind of wiener. Yeah. Dude, wieners, wieners <laughs> are wieners to Old Heart Radios. <laughs> Costco's got some good ones. Yeah, if we're say, just dude, gonna we... go generic, let's just go with the Costco dog. Dude, get a yeah, Costco, Costco dog's pretty sick. Never fails as well as you get a soda. So you know, dollar fifty. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I heard that that price was never going to change. Like that's like a buck that like that the line stops. Yeah. With change at Costco stops at the they, buck yeah. 50 hot they dog. Want, Dude, it's those, it's those employee owned companies, man. They got they got the fucking hot dogs locked down. Did. Costco actually loses money on those hot dogs, but the thing is is that the hot dogs get people in the door of Costco where you're just guaranteed to spend like an ass load of money. Listen, Same thing with the rotisserie dollars. chicken that's oh, like yeah. three times oh, yeah. the size of anyone else's. <laughs> it's like a small <laughs> fucking turkey. I gotta say, Costco, not a sponsor, though you could be. Uh, yeah. yeah, you got They're local enough. Costco <laughs> doesn't actually advertise. I don't know if you've ever noticed that, but yeah, they don't, right? You've never oh. seen a Costco TV commercial or radio ad or anything. They're membership exclusive. Um, they they probably have a Patreon too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, I don't know if you guys remember this. I, I honestly can't fully remember who I did it with, which you know that's years of years of memory fading substances. Um, but there was this one time, like one of the occasions when we found like a piece of used like. Uh, gym equipment on the side of the road is like a treadmill or something like that we hauled it to like safeway was one spot but then costco was another like a drag we dragged it up to costco and i tried to like sit there and like run on it like <laughs> because i and like whenever i safeway i'd do it and it, and then like somebody would come up and i'd be like i'm running for charity you know uh what charity i don't know but costco <laughs> like i tried to do that and they just sent somebody out and they're like no no, no, you can't be here. Like, get out of here. Like, they, they, they white fanged me. And then at the same time, they were like, they've missed. I remember the very distinctly the person going, we don't even let Girl Scouts sell cookies here. And I was like, what a weird flex. Like, like that's terrible. Like, you fuck you then. Like, like, anyway, it was just dickish behavior. But, you know, speaking of dickish behavior, this podcast does technically have a goal. And it is to listen to music and talk about it. So we're going to. 
<laughs> we're, we're, does everybody have their 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 buds queued up and their music and should we, available? Should we quickly say that Caleb was not able to make it, but he had the courtesy of coming to you and saying that he didn't like it? Oh, he told all of us. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He wanted us to make sure that he relayed the message that he did not like your playlist. Caleb, he should have fucking told me in person. <laughs> I told him that I'd bring the hate for him. Oh, oh no. <laughs> okay, yeah. well. Caleb, though he's a spiteful motherfucker, he is missed. Yeah, but, <laughs> but we will plug away with that. <laughs> God damn. Oh, man. So, all should right. We, should we get into it? I said we jump in. So, the first track is somebody who's not uh, uh, an artist that's not unfamiliar to the podcast at this point Odessa. Yeah. So uh, my idea with this playlist overall was to mostly bring in stuff that wasn't on my previous playlist or in some form that wasn't on my previous playlist. And uh, I know you guys have listened to some Odessa and this might be a recency bias pick because this literally just dropped, but I thought it fit too well into the beginning of the playlist for me to ignore. Oh, like this song literally just came out. Literally just came out. Uh, the music video released today. And, uh, you know, it's so it's a new single, uh, fourth album's up and coming. What I find interesting is that this song itself sort of feels like it's continuing what they've done before in like a net, like, like a logical next step. Uh, their, their collaboration with Leon Bridges on their last album was like one of their biggest hits ever. Hold so, on. Leon Bridges is that dude that does that like Mississippi River song, right? Yes. I hate that fucking song. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to cl- I, I have to let it be known. Like, well, it plays all the time at Batdorf, right? I fucking hate it. The, anyway, but um, but then also what I find interesting is between this album and their previous one, they did a side project called Bronson, where they collaborated with a another Australian producer, and they essentially made a whole album using um, using modular synths. And so this is going to be the first like Odessa proper album where they really touch on that. And you can hear some of it in this one that sort of as a music geek, I appreciated that. Yeah. I mean, Nick, uh, I mean, how'd you feel about it? Did you do that? Like overall, did you find this Odessa track uh, appealing to your synth nerd nerdiness? Uh, I did actually. It, now, now that I know it's modular, it actually explains a lot of what I was hearing and what I was going to compliment anyways. Um, this this song was pretty cool. I did think it went on for like probably a minute and a half too long. I can't agree with that. Uh, oh yeah, it is a chunker. Uh, but the rest of the song was actually really cool. I love the techniques that were in it. I absolutely adored that patch. That kind of like like spin down of an engine type sound. That and that's just. Like when I was listening to that sound, I, I was like thinking about how I would program it. Now I know that it's modular. It's, it's ex- yeah, that, that explains a lot. And the, the music video is essentially that. them performing it, and they have the box synth out with like with the MIDI triggers and everything out. So, oh, man. yeah, I'm gonna go and watch that. <laughs> <laughs> song's really cool, and I really, I I know it's completely uninteresting to someone who like has no idea what's going on. But I actually do really enjoy watching modular synth playthroughs and yeah. sets. Jameson, how'd you feel about the track? So, as as we all know, I'm a huge Odessa fan, and um, seeing this one, like just the title of it, "The Last Goodbye," uh, there's a lot of rumors going around. I mean, this is the first thing that they put out as Odessa proper in four years, so there's a lot of people speculating this might be like the a final. final act for them. And so there's no uh, confirmation out there that that's true. But 
thought that was kind of interesting make me really sad if it does happen but um i definitely saw like a step for them because it this is a lot more like i wouldn't say like classic house but it, it's much more house as opposed to like their spacey kind of i i don't even know how i would explain Pseudo it, but it's definitely yeah exactly and this is more of a traditional house vibe and i really like it a lot so hell yeah you should definitely check out bronson because that is a fucking dark house album and it hits oh, hard I, I love that album Thought yeah it's, it was great. it's sick it's it was such a tone difference took me a bit of time to get on board but i really enjoyed it what about you jared what are your feelings um overall yeah i'll say like i i've I don't mind Odessa uh, anymore. Uh, I do think the song kind of overstays its welcome, especially towards the end where it just comes, becomes like super repetitive um, because that vocal work just kind of gets a little under your skin. Um, but overall, like it's not like, it, I think the the idea of it being a more house kind of forward song than some of the stuff I've heard from them makes sense to me. So not a bad pick overall, if you ask me, but I definitely w- would have liked a like a three and a half minute song rather than a five, almost six, oh, a five fifty nine minute song. Do we uh, do we get Dusty's but, thoughts? Yeah, Dusty, what you got on this? I'll be glad if it does this done after this because the song sucks. <laughs> oh my god! If you go go back to all the hardcore songs we've reviewed and metalcore and you guys' opinions were <clears throat> i've heard this before and i've heard <laughs> this fucking song before like yeah, i don't know it's the same techno bullshit that i don't care for <laughs> oh oh man i Jesus. love this well that brings us uh <laughs> we we gotta get the right, gavel going early right to uh, right to the other like first track gavel man that's it's tough yeah. But we got the next track queuing up, Caroline. Yeah, so by Arlo Parks. Yeah, so she sort of sprung up on the scene last year. She has a single in 2020, but then this is her debut album. Out of London, uh, it hit big on the UK charts, just sort of as like a pop soul type album. There's soul to this? Yeah, some of the other other songs lean a bit more into it than this one. Personally, I find the song look really sonically satisfying. I don't know if it's because of the little lift going into the chorus or what but it's not one of my favorites i feel like i would i really enjoyed this album though like might be a bit of a guilty pleasure for me but i really liked it i'm curious to see how the council felt i mean i'll I'll say this like it yeah it's like for the type of song it is it's not like terrible but it is a really boring song like you have to want to like pay attention to i don't know what this song is doing but it doesn't rap it like it it it's like oh, you guys remember when scott weiss used to like he got really into best coast back in the day oh. like uh it's like it's like when when the, it's like it's really i don't know it's like a specific sound that you either, it either ropes you in or it doesn't and i feel like this person has their thing but it just doesn't do it i don't know it doesn't do it for me right away um because I think I've heard it before. And I think that's sort of what Dusty was kind of saying on the on the last track. Like, it doesn't bring anything different to the table. Is this and worth I, the gavel or not for you? No, it's not worth the gavel to me because like something that's like, gavel's, gavel's hatred. This is just like, I, I just like, nah. 
Um, oh, that's worse. But Jameson, what about, what about you? How'd you feel about this song? I didn't mind it. Um, wasn't my favorite on the list. I thought it had like a kind of a really cool, like spacey tone to it where it's just kind of a zoned out song. Like I thought like what came to mind was like laying out in the middle of like a field, smoking a joint in the middle of summer, just kind of watching the clouds, you know, or something like that. Although I no longer do those things. This would be a good song to do that with. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Dusty, how do you feel about this song? You don't know, hate it. Like you said, I've heard this before. I think Dido did this better 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and it is sounds just like something Dido did literally 20 years ago. Well, that's what I mean. Like it's it's like, I think it's the breathiness of like the vocal mm. work and stuff like that. It just it sounds so familiar. But Nelly it Furtado. sounds yeah. They yeah, it's like something that. Stuff. Yeah, and it's it's not like I hate it. It's just it's relaxing and stuff. It's just just before. Yeah. Um, Nick, have you heard this before? Yeah. This, this and, particular. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't see anything particularly wrong with the music in this. I can't point it out, but the vibe it gives me just reminds me of this person that existed about ten years ago that looked a lot like me that would have forced himself to try to enjoy this like to try to fit a mold and it just that i don't like that guy no dude i feel <laughs> like I, I don't I, like this music i feel you man also, it's like it is this is yeah we're, we mentioned the, the breathy vocal soft stylings i hate that shit so much i was gonna oh say when i heard this song i was like i don't think this is gonna be enough nick sally <laughs> I, I barely tolerate it when bonnie Vare does it and that's me being pretty generous. <laughs> no, that's what the listeners come here for. Well, Everyone to be flat neutral on a song. Well, it is. It's like sometimes, sometimes you don't want to like hate on it because you can understand why it's appealing. But you know, sometimes you do want to hate on something, though. I mean, that's a different story. Is that a, um, I, I, I hate it, but not for any justifiable reasons. Yeah. <laughs> complete in, in your case complete self-loathing for what you once were <laughs> maybe i just hate myself i don't know <laughs> oh my God. This, this show got i don't deep, come here man. for therapy uh, uh, dude. Oh although hey it can be a great way to do it it's cheap it's cheap <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right well hey oh, what's the what's the next track the next track japanese is by japanese breakfast be, be sweet. sweet. So, so where did this track come from? So this is off a of Jubilee, her album from 2021, which big year 2021 for Japanese Breakfast. She released, she wrote a fucking book, and it's a New York Times bestseller. Uh, it was actually great. It's called Crying in H Mart, and it's, uh, it's a. I think you Kmart. It was it's supposed to be Kmart. H Mart. H Mart. K. H Mart. K. Anyway, bastard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. Um. But I. Fuck off. <laughs> I genuinely think that this might be not a sponsor. <laughs> that uh Jubilee might be one of my favorite albums, if not my favorite from last year. And this is sort of like the single on it. It's okay. like I, I don't know if any of you guys picked up on it. It reminds me almost of like an ABBA song in some like elements. Where it's like there's this old like a, a charm to it that comes from that era of music. But I really enjoyed it. I and like I said, this could be one of my favorite, if not the favorite album of last year in my opinion so nice yeah i mean i do see that like i i, I wouldn't i mean 
I don't see the ABBA, but I do think that there's like these heavy, you get these heavy, like not full on like Madonna y vibes, but you can see that like that, like that trickle and that trickle down effect of like some of the 80s, like mall pop. You know what I mean? Like that's where this song comes from, I feel like. Um, and honestly, I mean, like weirdly enough, as opposed to the last song that I was, uh, well, not opposed, as neutral as I was on the last song, I actually like this song. There's something about it that I'm just like, you know, I get you, girl. Sing it. Uh, <laughs> and it's, it's, I don't know. Like it, it's the same thing with some of those like old, like '80s. Like I said, those like, old like, '80s like mall pop fucking songs. Like where it's like they have these like, like some of them, some of them have some fucking banging music that pairs well with the energy. And so I don't know. It's like I, I kind of like enough, it, but it gets you, it gets you moving, you know. But yeah, exactly, ex- exactly. Um, Nick. Were you popping? Were you bopping along with this song? Honestly, yeah. yeah this bud. one, fuck yeah. I I was trying so hard to figure out how to describe it, and you just nailed it in three words. It's '80s mall pop. That's that's what it is. It's Paula <laughs> Abdul. It's Pat yeah. not Pat Benatar. Pat Benatar is too metal. Pat Benatar, um, bad <laughs> ass, yeah. Pat Benatar is like fucking metal. Pat Benatar is uh, like what the what some of those like pop princesses wanted to do, though. I feel like to some extent, yeah. you know what I mean? They just got wrapped yeah, up exactly. in the machine. Absolutely. <laughs> it's absolutely all of those. Um Yeah, it's pretty fun. I mainly it just got me curious because like I when I read the band name, I actually had no idea what like they eat for breakfast in Japan. And I, I looked it up, it's like a lot of miso soup and rice and eggs. It's it's pretty normal. Dude, rice and eggs, yeah, in the morning would hit. Rice and sure. eggs is Oh, it's killer. Dude. I've never been a fan of miso soup though. Well not like a, I'm not opposed to it. Anyway, we don't her, her, so and also this is something quickly interesting about Japanese breakfast. The whole name and everything came about because she was doing a uh, con- like a competition where it was, she was trying to write a song a day for a month, and she needed like a band name, and she had that exact thought, like, what do they eat for breakfast in Japan? She looked it up. She said this in an interview, I think on like uh, on like uh, like Trevor Noah or something. And she was like, yeah, I just was like, well, oh, fuck, interesting. Japanese breakfast. Hmm? That's my band name. It, so- it sounds like something Andy Dwyer would say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just like, I mean, look to, look to something for inspiration, right? Yeah. Uh, Dusty, where'd you, where do you come at? Well, how do you I've come heard, at this track? I've heard this song before, just from the radio station to listen to. So it, it, I don't hate it. Or this anything. song's it's on the radio? Song. Is it? Uh, I haven't listened uh, to the radio. Well, on all nations series. Oh, uh, so, okay, so yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, I've heard it before, and it's a catchy tune. It is very much '80s mall poppy, which I don't hate. But I think that some artists are trying to make a comeback with that. So you know how, like, you notice how everybody who's in high school or younger appears to be wearing '90s clothes now. Oh, fuck me! Yeah, it's terrible. Oh, but I kept my cords. Grow up in the '80s. I know. Or in the '90s. That's the old in me, but. Yeah, it's just that that style is coming back around. It is catchy, so I mean, I don't I have nothing wrong to say about it. So, fair enough. Jameson, what about you, my friend? I didn't hate this, but I put down like this is the beginning of your playlist where it could just be an obscure '80s like pop radio station. Like you just go on a run here, and oh, no. it's like oh, no. this is maybe the most agreeable of those songs. Oh, and shit. I, I definitely, I, I came back to it several times, 
I wanted to dislike it more than I did, but I don't know that I'll ever need to listen to it again. That is a funny sort of segue actually to the next song though. And I actually, to any of you guys that did enjoy this enough, check out the whole album. It's kick-ass. Jubilee is sick. So uh, the next track, Loretta by Ginger Root. Yes. Is another really interesting case, but I can't, I can't remember this. I can't remember if you sent this single track to me a while ago. I, I might've sent you the album uh, or somebody did, but this song immediately, I knew immediately what this was as soon as yeah. I started playing, which is so rare for me on so, this playlist. So yeah. Ginger Root, he, he is sort of solo produces all of his stuff. And what it sort of weirdly reminded me of some of your stories about like themed music or like going out and performing a show. Yeah. Jesus fucking moving the mic. The or um, going out and performing like a show under like some fucking stupid alien costume or something. Hey man, Revenge Revenge is a very <laughs> they're they're out there, dude. It's I don't they just haven't been back to Earth in a while. Uh, right. This entire album is supposed to be the score to a shitty American adaptation of a Japanese movie in the eighties. Is the narrative behind very it very specific? Very specific, oddly specific. I mean, like. That, that, that's interesting. I don't know if it gives any, like, it doesn't make it any cooler. It's, I already, I like the song though. Like, it's just, it gives you, like, it gives me, like, more interest to want to check out the whole album. That's yeah, for sure. Definitely. And um, the music videos, likewise, they're very, very, like, corny and pretty fucking funny. I feel that, yeah. I mean, honestly, yeah, I, I, I definitely enjoyed this track personally. Um, but, Jameson, did you, did you enjoy the Ginger Root? No, I that did not. Head, that shake of the I head did not like this, this one one bit. Do I need to give it you was, the gavel? Yeah, give me a gavel. It was. You know, it you was. What I find more like upsetting said, about this is that Jameson is just. He sounds. He's not angry. It just sounds disappointed. Oh yeah. I, I don't get. Well, maybe it is a little bit of disappointment because I I was gonna tell you, your first playlist was one of my favorites to go through. Oh. This was not one of my favorites to go through. Um, This, I think he nailed it on the head. It's cheesy and fucking lame. And I don't like it at all. Uh, Well, Dusty, where does that put you? Between me liking it and Jameson fucking hating it, where do you sit? It's it's quirky. I'll give it that. I like that word. I like it in the sense that I like flock of seagulls. Like... It's funny at the time, <laughs> um, but it, it, sometimes you put it on, you're like, oh, this is funny. But I'm like, I'm not going to play this on regularly. Maybe if I'm playing Grand Theft Auto Vice City and it comes on, like, all right. Yeah, it doesn't but sound no. bad. This fits. This fits. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm sure that's how Caleb feels as well. Oh, yeah. I can't, oh. I can't see this applying to Caleb. Oh, well. Caleb would fucking loathe uh, this. <laughs> Nick, how do how do you feel about this song though? Mm. Oh, that was yeah. I couldn't guess on you. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't hate it, but it just it really did feel like something that I would have to sit through and watch, like on an old timey like rerun of a, like an old bandstand show. It's just, it was so boring. It's just giving me TV Land vibes. What? That's that's exactly it. Just TV Land, but not one of the good shows. Like this is some Little House on the Prairie bullshit. No, I respect that it is good, but I don't like it. 
Um, that said, oh. the sax solo towards the end was killer. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. No, no, no gavel for me. I don't like it, but I respect it. Oh, <laughs> fair enough. Oh, I can't tell if that's Once worse. Again. All right. Uh, well, that takes us, I mean, that takes us right down to the emotional rabbit hole. We got sadness <laughs> by little, was it Little Dragon? Little Dragon. Uh, not, not Lil, Little. Little Dragon's been around for a while, man. Uh, they formed, they were a high school band in 98 in fucking Sweden. And they've consistently put out album after album ever since. And like, I think if there's one through line is that they're ne- like, there's a lot of stylistic variety. And they, but there's this like connective tissue always through like their synth guy. Mm. He's fucking incredible. And I don't know, this is, if I have to be completely honest, this is one that I'm like the least confident in, and it's probably my least favorite song on the playlist. I felt like I need to need to fill it out, pad it out with our song, and I couldn't decide on a little little dragon song until like this. So I put this one on, and I was like, "I'm just gonna stick with it. It's too close to recording to make a change." I enjoy it. Not my favorite song on the playlist. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, I mean. I feel like, I don't know, I don't know how to say this. Like, I get, like, the opening reminds me of Tears for Fears. And I think you could draw, you can, again, you can you can draw kind of a line, a line from some of those 80s acts to this. But then it kind of takes this weird, like, I don't know, like, the vocal work is, like, I haven't listened to much Bruno Mars, but it reminds me of something Bruno Mars would fucking do. And I can just see him doing this song. I just don't fucking care for it. (laughs) Bruno Mars, I I don't know. I don't know if that's the case. I don't know if Bruno's secretly behind this, but. Dude, good thing I didn't put Silk Sonic on this. I just, yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't know if this one's going to capture my attention too hard, but the real question is, what does the rest of the council think? Nick, what is your opinion about Little Dragon here? This was the song Little, that very... not Lil, sorry. <laughs> Lil Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so this was the song that absolutely reminded me that, Lucas, that you are a bassist. Yeah, um, there you go. Because this is just bassist porn in, Fuck in yeah, this it song. Is. The, the, the bass line in it is an absolute bop, and it goes so well with that drum beat. Um, the rest of the song... It's pretty forgettable for me, honestly. <laughs> but those two elements made me honestly kind of enjoy this more than some others on this playlist. So, hey, there you go. If, there, if there's he's, one thing, to, if there's one song, one thing about this song that I do love, it is the bass line, and I do love the like slight acceleration through the entire song, and how it just picks up. It doesn't really go anywhere by the end, but you, it's it's fun. It's fun to listen to. It's about the rev up, it's man. About it's the, the ride. <laughs> it's about the climb. Might some kind of stop by. Uh, Dusty. What about you, though? Um, reminds me of a song from the mid-90s that's like an unforgettable top 40 hit that, you know, they t- tried to ride the coattails of like Ace of Bass or something, you know. Would this have made the Rick D's weekly top 40? It would be like coming in at number 40 or just <laughs> missing in the top 40. You know, it's just kind of forgettable. It's just... I don't know. Not for me. It's there and then it's gone. Yeah. 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 Jameson. I feel like this song gets better as it goes, but saying that it's bad all the way through. So 
Um, (laughs) By the time it finally starts to pick up, I was already fucking done with it. (laughs) So this is... I'm just counting seconds, buddy. (laughs) Not quite a gavel, but it's bordering on gavel territory. Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, oh God! You know, I you took me for a ride on that one, Jameson. I thought you liked it for a sec. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, was, I was I was crushed. Okay, what's the, what do we what's the next track here? Um, many times <clears throat> by Dijon. Dijon. So I can I let, I go Grey Poupon if I have to choose. So. <laughs> so it's great. It's great with a good like a really nice hot dog. Oh yeah, dude. Bring it back to that early conversation. Like you got to have a bougie ass ass hot dog with some gray poupon on it, dude. Do people that eat gray poupon eat hot dogs? That's the real question. Does that dude in the limo ever roll up and he's like, "Pardon me, do you have any gray poupon?" You know, he, my hot dog. <laughs> you know, he I wants. He's got to. Oscar Mayer wieners in there, dude. He's just he's just <laughs> boiling Oscar Mayer wieners in the back of his limousine. He's, 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 He's not even eating them grilled. He's eating boiled hot dogs in his limousine. It's more frugal, and that's how he made his money. That's how you keep your money, too. <laughs> All right, we're in the weeds. We got, uh, so back to Dijon, the so, artist, not the mustard. I looked up this guy, and I couldn't find shit about, like, where what like what his deal is how long he's been making music all i could find was that he was in a college band and they broke up and he just started self self uh self-releasing his own stuff mm. so and i listened to some of his other like releases there's he is very like soul and r&b focused but he ever in each of his eps so far or albums there's been like a different like few like genre fusion going on yeah and his own words he wanted to make a soul r&b like blended with folk and country album in this one mm-hmm. you can hear it a lot more in some of the other songs but i feel like the reason i like this one is because it's like uh i feel like it would be annoying if it was another minute longer but because it's two two minutes long it's really fun hmm jameson <laughs> oh God, where do you want to go with this actually surprisingly i really like this one and it's not something that i would normally listen to but this made it onto my liked playlist so i've listened to this one a lot and um about time for a win i know (laughs) he won on this one i really like the guy's voice the song's got a good flow to it it's yeah i like this one a lot yeah. Um, similarly to you, Jameson, like I, I found myself enjoying this more, like almost more than I wanted to. Like there's there's a there's a handful of things that like stand out that I like. It's such a weird song. It, like there's so many things that just clash with each other that like it it doesn't want to make sense in my head. But when you start listening to like the drum beat, like like it's really fucking interesting. Like, yeah. you know, the like, when you start focusing on the vocals, like it, it's like, it's kind of, it's kind of interesting as his vocal work, you know? And yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I didn't mind it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I loved it, but I definitely like was all right with it personally. You know, I was like, I, I could, I could see this jam in, in the future, but Dusty, what about you? I feel the same as you. It's, it's not something we seek out or anything, but it's it's a catchy tune for for the most part. Can't remember, can't figure out what it reminds me of exactly, but maybe some aloe black like stuff. I don't know, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, I don't hate it. It's fine. Nick, are you, are you fine with this? 
I'm actually right there with Jameson. This was one of my favorites on the playlist. Fuck yes. Nice. Dude, this spread is, that Dijon. <laughs> this one really snuck up on me, especially after that, like the last couple. But um, <laughs> I, I was, <laughs> I was, I, I was a little bit annoyed with this voice at first, and then as the track slowly like came together, it, it really did have that that feeling of you know just like a lot of what seemingly random clashing things. I was really worried in the beginning of this song that it was going to be some real like swag rock Imagine Dragons bullshit. Dude, and that's why I... not what it turned into. Ugh, dude, but... same, same. Like I, at first I was like, oh, okay, is this like a weird Imagine Dragons knockoff? But I'm glad it went it went in a, a better direction. So yeah, it, I, it, how totally dare you think so lowly of me, my friend? Dude, all I'm saying, I'm not saying anything about your character. I'm just talking about the quality of Dijon, okay? So, uh, this and also, I just got to be honest, man. I feel like if you're gonna embrace the Dijon, you just got like put some mustard on that name, man. Just, yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> you know, go with it. That's a good I, joke. I get. <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah, this. Yeah, you guys should definitely check out this whole album. And I think if there's one through line, uh, I got a lot of positive feedback on Future Islands last time. Mm -hmm. It's the guys with mm -hmm. the weird voices, you know. Yeah, Future yeah. Islands. That stuff's still in my rotation. I just now, sent man. you yesterday, and I told you to send it to the council. Oh yeah, I did not yet. But um, I, I, Future I, Islands I, just released a new single, and uh, they're getting ready to put out another album soon. Nice, nice. So nice. the King of Sweden just got put out, and if like the Odessa song was recency bias. I definitely wouldn't add a song that literally came out yesterday to my playlist. So, <laughs> well, who's going to rule Sweden though? I don't fucking know. I don't think it's even about the King of Sweden. Their voting real. system's rigged. <laughs> Someone said the King of Sweden got put out. So I want to know who's in charge. Future <laughs> Islands. The King of Jordan flew his airplane over, <laughs> took out the King of Sweden. <laughs> 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 Dude, so, it's fucking modern Kings, man. Either way. Uh, <laughs> On to, yeah, I wasn't so, done talking about Dijon yet. I still had oh, comments. I'm sorry. Oh, really? Dude, spread them. Um, I wanted to point out some. Uh, I wanted to point out the like the drum beat in general is like absolutely what kept me hooked throughout it. And then I started like paying attention to each of the individual like pieces of this song. This is one of my favorites, so I'm gonna say positive things right now because oh. there's some there's not a lot left. <laughs> Tanks running dry. <laughs> <laughs> No, like the like I never get to hear breakbeats in in like this type of music and like a breakbeat on that super old sounding drum m machine, just sample loop or whatever it was he had. It almost sounded like this like this really quick gated cutoff to these things too, and it's super cool sounding drum beat, like guitars mixed to either side in the headphones that are just totally clean, and then with like all of the high end like mixed out for. I don't know. I've never heard of anyone doing that. I can't tell you it's a good idea, but it sounded really cool in this song. I don't know. It was this was like a very interesting song. It was very creatively put together. I, good, good job, Dijon. No, the guy that put me on to Dijon is a fucking composer up in Tacoma, who does music. Who he writes classical music and he uh, produ produces music for original music for commercials. And he was like, "This is some really well produced stuff." And we'd geeked out about music a few times before, and that's so. I'm not surprised that you managed to find so much depth in it. Hmm. Yeah, there was so much to pay attention to. It was like. I don't know. It was like eating a new, like different type of food you've never had before. Like you've never thought about putting these ingredients together. And then it just comes out in this just like baffling way. That's super tasty. Yeah. Dude. That's how you, that's how you end up eating eggs and dragon fruit. You know what I mean? <laughs> what the fuck? Ooh. It's a great scramble guys. Come on. 
Uh, I don't know what I'm fucking talking about. Sometimes you guys just don't let me talk. Uh, anyway, so I would have been willing to try. You could have convinced me. I pro- oh man, it, it'll be it'll be at the uh, the fucking buzz in next time we eat there. <laughs> Old Australian Jared could have convinced me. <laughs> yeah, dude. I just need a few fucking. I need a few liquors, and then I'll be there. <laughs> All right. So this is. I texted. I texted you guys in, about these three upcoming tracks. I just want to preface that. So Lucas, let me know that these are kind of like one of those like cases where it seems like they're kind of they're meant to be intrinsically tied. Really. Yeah. So um, that being said. Uh, we got some. We got parcels coming up here. Yes. What's the is, name of the first track? So here, when we, I think you can't really talk about them separate, in my opinion. It is really one song. And when I went and watched Parcels live, they played this just straight through. So when I saw them release the live album, I was like, why the fuck did they break it up? It's like they, it's like their label told them they couldn't have a like ten minute long song. So, which is fucking lame. Yeah. Come on, Daft Punk. The uh. Well, so, okay, so then give us the, the, what's the name of the three songs? So it's Red Line, and the, the song is actually titled I Know How I Feel, but then, and then also Elude at the end. So, I mean, we could just call it I Know How I, I Know How I Feel. And I, there's just like, I love the transitions in this. It captures like the essence of being, like watching music live. And like, this is exactly how their performance sounded. They did this entire recording. You can watch the whole thing on YouTube of them performing for like an hour just mm-hmm. going for it once and then that's the entire live album it's fucking awesome and i i really enjoy parcels and i was so disappointed that my recency bias parcels song that i was on my playlist last time got such negative feedback i felt like i had to fucking bring it home somehow and i was so i felt so good when jared texted me the other day and said he enjoyed it yeah i, I would say that like these these three if you take for me personally if you look at like if, if you look at like, uh, you know, the playlist as a whole, I would pull these three out as like probably, I don't know. I, I really enjoyed it. I don't, I don't know. Like, it's interesting that you talk about it being like, sort of like, li- like how they would play it live. And I, I, that's something I always, I find that I always really like in certain types of, uh, or in certain recordings. Like it's like the feeling of, you know, um, how they'd play it on stage or whatever. So I don't know. It, it's, yeah, it's, it's got, it's, I don't know. It's got it's like interesting like grooves to it overall, and that's why I think I liked it the most. Is that I was able to find a pocket and just kind of ride it out. Um, but what about the rest of you guys, man? How'd you feel about the three? The uh, who am I gonna pick? It's gonna be Dusty. Dusty, tell me, did you uh, receive parcels? Uh, I don't feel good about it? this right oh. now. Oh, <laughs> it's just I don't like that punk. And this reminds me too much of them. And, oh, yeah. It's the same fucking thing you said last night. Yeah. <laughs> it's just boring. Dusty knows. I've, I've heard jam bands. This is like a techno version of Fish or something. Like, <laughs> what? I don't know. It's just... No. Oh, I love my that. God. I don't know. I mean, uh, I, I see I want the that appeal on my shirt. Of it, but I probably won't be seeking out that YouTube video. Shit. <laughs> just, I don't like, I'm not into the techno music and no, nothing against anybody's into it, but it's, it's not for me. I missed the boat Ugh. completely. Shit. Oh man. That's what I love about you, Dusty. You just, you just know, you know what you know, you know what you like and you know what you I think don't. Caleb would feel the same way. Caleb, I That's don't think, my, gut, I didn't, my gut yeah. feeling tells me. 
I get the vibe of Kale probably wouldn't have liked it either, but what do it's I know? Not, I'm not McGrady. There's no, not enough chanting or metal being played for Caleb to like it. Or <laughs> chanting <laughs> or metal. Let's like, uh, uh, Jameson, how'd you feel about the, the kind of three-part parcels? So I think I need to dig a little bit more into parcels because I didn't not like this, but I think as like a three-part if you look at everything on its own every part was either a little bit too repetitive or a little bit too long and as a whole then it's just way fucking annoying because it's just so much but (laughs) i don't fucking hate it i i think i take it back i think that uh like i can tell they're really talented and i think I would like it under the right circumstances. I just think this is too much of a, it's like, it's like fudge. I like fudge, (laughs) but goddamn, it is so rich and so much that like one bite of fudge is enough. (laughs) Put it back in the tub or save the rest for later. And then it gets moldy in the tub because you're like, oh, I don't need any more of that. So maybe that parcel's like, <laughs> I might want to go back for another bite, but at the end of the day, it's moldy fudge. Oh, <laughs> damn. At the end of the day, it's Shit. moldy fudge. Oh, my God. I love it. Oh, but we got one. Give me something, Nick. We got we got the, we got the a council member here who needs to weigh in. Nick? Yep. Um, for the benefit of parcels, I am going to separate this into three different songs. Uh, because two out of three of these are actually really good. But, oh my god, number two. With the breathy soft boy vocals. Get that shit away from me. Um, but for Redline, this one was really cool. And I feel it harkens back to like the earliest days of Synthesis. This was like Wendy Carlo style, like making synth patches in order to try to replicate orchestral instruments and they were like it was all mixed so dry and so like separate each one of these things it was it was very cool to listen to especially how it built and even with like very little fx on it um just like the combination and the arrangement of the the individual synth instruments they chose it just started to mesh into this like really cool sounding thing and then it just turned into that bullshit in the middle (laughs) um but what what's what's the final one called elude yeah i i I feel like elude had all of the best parts of the second part and none of the terrible parts because the baseline of that was killer um the drum beat was a lot of fun the there was oh hang on there was just a bunch of instruments in here that i was really enjoying the sound of oh yeah the, the keys in it too super cool i very much enjoyed part one and part two of this song you know, one no, no, and part three. One, you made. Part three. Part one and part three. I very much enjoyed. Part two, can just fuck off. You know, <laughs> you enjoy part. You enjoy parcels for the same reason I do, though. Their instrumentation is so fucking clean, and mm. I, I could give. They could trade vocalists for like any of their songs, and I wouldn't care. I'd be completely indifferent, but I'm I'm there for like the interesting instrumentation. Mm. Oh yeah, that was I think the strongest point of this song. Good to see that me cheating the system of under further review led to only mixed results. Hey, sometimes you, you got to just roll the bones, you know, and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So the next, uh, the next song, what do we got? What do we got? Yeah, uh, count keep, me out. By keep, oh, wait, no, no. Sorry. I'm one ahead. I'm one ahead. Keep your head up. By uh, Joe. 
Just Joe? What the fuck is the D there for? Joe. To Joe. Okay, to Joe. Joe. It's like, it's like gent. To gent. Gent. It's so, cool. The cool people pronounce it. So this is uh, <laughs> this is uh, Joe Keery of Stranger Things fame. Oh, that's why I recognize this. Yeah. I, <laughs> oh. I've yeah. read, I, yeah, I Steve looked Harrington. at it. I, yeah, that's so funny. I, so he I, was in a band before Stranger Things came out called Post Animal. I don't think they're around anymore. And if not, he's just not part of it. Well, now he's to Joe. Yeah, now he's to Joe. He uh, self-produced a whole album, I want to say in 2019. That was pretty good. And it was a lot more downbeat than this was. I felt like this just fit really well into the into everything so far. I mean, I really enjoy a bit of funkiness. You'll see that with the next song. And this like scratched just enough of that going into the next. I felt like it was a good transitionary piece. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I definitely enjoyed the stink that that came with some some elements of this song. Like, because like that, you know, that, that's the thing I always loved about funk. Like going back, like it's just like, you know, just the fatty tones and stuff. And, and there's a couple of, I mean, I don't know what, what, what it is, whether it's just a bass or if it's a synth or whatever, but you know, there's some like, there's some pretty like fatty kind of funky tones and there's like some bright fuzz on some things. It seems like, and I don't know, I, I kind of enjoyed it. I, you know, it has nothing to do with Steve Harrington, but purely musically based. Yeah. This is, this seems like a pretty cool, pretty, uh, pretty cool track. If you ask me, I'd probably follow up on the project. But the real question is, Jameson, would you, how'd you feel about this song? We're, we're back to the 80s uh, <laughs> oh, pop no. radio station. And I just want to turn it the fuck off. No, I didn't like this one either. <laughs> just like, no, don't want to hear it. Sure, it's it's kind of funky or whatever, but fuck this song. God, he's going to fucking hate Chromium. All right. Uh, Nick, how, how about you, man? Where'd, where'd the song settle on for you? This song had the most nauseating rhythm to it <laughs> and the chord changes were stinky and it sounded like something like so if you imagined all of like the goblins from the movie labyrinth like at a club together this is what would play at that club and i don't want to go to that club Dude, but i love that analogy i gotta say oh god oh that's this is beautiful. the song is stinky it, it it belongs in the bog of eternal stench <laughs> back to the bog uh, oh god dusty would you banish this song to the bog i mean i don't have as nasty words to say it's just, <laughs> it's just his voice almost sounds the exact same as the song before or two songs before or whatever and i've heard that voice so many times and so many it's I don't know, it's it's funk whatever you know it's that disco voice <laughs> just forgettable yeah <sighs> I don't think there's any worse feedback than no. Nah, give me a gavel. Give me something, but eh, this it, fucking sucks. I'll say. I mean, like that—that that is the thing I'm noticing is that so far with the playlist, like I haven't. It's been the vocal, like the vocals that have been the stuff I I just I haven't liked the most. I found like the musical stuff to be to pique my interest more on this, like so far. But will that change with the Chromio track coming up next? Yeah. Funk forever, motherfucker. Um, I think Chromio falls into a complete guilty pleasure category for me. I th I think they're funky. I think they're ridiculous. Their lyrics are tongue in cheek most of the time. 
and the cover art is ridiculous. So it's everything I want in a Chromeo song. And I just think the song's a fucking blast. I, it's like just fun going through. And will 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 the council disagree with me? I don't know. Dusty, how do you feel about Chromeo? Mm. I don't know. I think Bruno Mars did it better. <laughs> Bruno's gonna owe us some money after this. It's just, this <laughs> reminds me of, and I like Bruno Mars. Don't get me wrong. It's just, oh, well, it's I'll take that back. <laughs> hey. He's gonna owe us some money after this. It's, you need it, a reverse kind of, gavel sound for. I do. I just need of, a. <laughs> it's kind of like that that one song, like the second song or so. It's like that was kind of like Dido. I didn't hate it, it's, you know, it's, but I mean, I've, I've heard this before and I thought Chromeo was a, a rapper for, for some reason. Maybe I was thinking of Lil Romeo. Oh, it's just Lil it's Romeo grown up. <laughs> Jameson, what about you, man? So I have a bit of a story about Chromeo. Um, I remember when they kind of like popped onto the scene, they had a song called Jealous that was really kind of yeah. fun. And it was silly, and um, I, I liked that song. And then, like, the last year that I went to uh, Paradiso, uh, back in my rave days, for some reason, they decided to put Chromeo on the main stage <laughs> as, like, a headliner. Ew. And it <laughs> totally ruined the whole fucking vibe, and it was maybe the worst live performance I've ever seen. And You're it is completely terrible live. Oh, they are so bad. And I mean, this is just like an total Eastern Washington thing, but they get on stage at the gorge and say, what's up, Seattle? And that just bothered the fuck out of me. I hate that. And they were just really bad. And it just totally turned me off to Chromeo forever. Oh. But that Jealous song is good for a laugh every once in a while. Well, I'm giving them a gavel <laughs> yeah, just, for that, just for that story and their shitty performance. <laughs> Oh God, Nick! What about you, man? Where how's this song settling? I mean, you called it a guilty pleasure. I I feel no guilt. Oh, okay. Damn, the man without shame. Um, Chromeo <laughs> is just a pleasure to listen to. Frankly, I mean, you you hit the nail on the head. They're an absolute goofy cartoon. It Chromeo feels like a musical act that exists only within the Parks and Rec universe to me. <laughs> And I absolutely adore it. It's it's just a lot of fun, low stakes, cool music, really well produced too. Do you so, think uh, Do you think Tom Haverford would try to book Romeo <laughs> at the Snake Hole Lounge? He absolutely would. <laughs> yeah, totally. Snelling fucking snake juice with Romeo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the whole thing's produced by Entertainment Seven Twenty. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all that being said, I gotta be honest, I am not a Chromeo fan, oh. and this track is included. Uh, I get, I, I, I mean, is it if it's tongue in cheek, that's cool, but like, it's not my kind of humor. Like I, like that's for sure. I, I just, and yeah, you know, no, hearing that they, they're kind of they suck live is is interesting, because like, what do they? A lot of leather, a lot of body hair. That's Chromeo Live, man. Yeah. There's nothing else going on there. Nothing going, nothing <laughs> going for it apparently. Le leather and body hair, not necessarily, a, uh, you know, deal breaker, but I suppose, uh, you know, if you had Chromeo like the soundtrack to the mix, man, that's fucking, ugh, ugh, the music. Um, not into it. What's the next song? 
um okay if anything by john glacier oh yeah okay i got put onto this artist because she was featured as this album it's called shiloh lost for words was uh featured on kexp as like one of the favorites of last year from like one dj or something and I don't know. I really like it. It feels like it's in like a something you're hearing in a very like shitty underground like club or something. And there's a performer on stage and the mix is terrible. And I feel like there's a weird charm to that. It's like sort of purposefully like not very good in my opinion, but it works. It just there's something there's something that grime, if you know what I mean, that I that I really like. It does keep itself like it keeps itself dirty. I think on, on purpose, which it's, it's it helps the sound overall. But it's like I don't know. It just like it feels like it's it's, it's such an interesting like clip of a beat because or like of a you know main sound that like whatever that re- reoccurring like not string like sound, but I don't know. It's just, it's it has this weird timing i suppose with some of the elements that like just kind of makes it like gives me anxiety like i just don't i don't fucking know like it's not bad it doesn't mean it's bad it just like it just like puts me on edge for some reason like i don't know why and i was thinking about that earlier when i was listening to it on the speakers in my in my living room i was like this is just i don't know it just like sits it sits really weird with me for some reason i don't i don't know i don't I wouldn't say I fucking hate this song, but I would say that like, I'm not gonna listen to it because it hasn't, it just makes me feel weird. I don't know why. It makes me feel weird and I don't like, it doesn't like, there's nothing too interesting like lyrically that I can tell unless I really pay attention. So it's like, I don't know, it's cool, but not for me. Jameson, is this for you? Are you gonna pour, are you gonna pour this in a cup and drink it? Probably not. Um, I'm I'm going to bring back a term from uh, Jasper's first playlist. Uh, This song is a ruined orgasm. (laughs) It just kind of fucking edges you along and nothing fucking happens. It's like, come on, come on, fucking happen, fucking, but nothing happens. It just edges and edges and edges and then nothing. That is perfect. It's a ruined fucking orgasm. <laughs> that is perfect. And that's man. why it makes you anxious. Exactly. No, I was like, that's that's where I'm at, man. Like, thank you so much for for articulating. Oh that. God. Uh, all right. Well, did this ruin anybody else, or is this, or do how do you guys feel about this song, Dusty? How do you feel about this track? Yeah, it's just anticlimactic. <laughs> it's <just> a <laughs> ruined orgasm. <laughs> oh God. Like, if I wanted to read the dictionary, I could. Like, <laughs> it's like there's no climax to the dictionary. Um, I don't know. It, just, it sounds like you recorded this in the back of a manufacturing plant of some sort with the. Yeah, that noise just couldn't be mixed out. It could just only be mixed down. <laughs> I don't like it. Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, how about you though? Like, how'd you feel about about this song, man? Well, I I wasn't aware of, of like the idea behind the mix. Like, it was kind of supposed to sound like that performer in the room, like really poorly mixed, kind of ambient type thing. Um, so that's that's interesting. 
<laughs> we're, we're all he says hoping this, that one of us song. will follow it up <laughs> this song went nowhere yeah. <laughs> it felt like an interlude between two actual songs on the album oh, it, that's a good there yeah. was just nothing for me <laughs> you know what you know what sucks about that this is the first song on the album oh, hopefully it goes somewhere after that, that. okay <laughs> this is yeah. the prologue yeah, I think that episode. I think that is it. It just like because it just has that like I don't know that certain pattern and then just goes nowhere. It makes you like I don't know. It just yeah, it's hard to keep my interest through the whole thing. Like I put, I listened to it once all the way through because it was all like just playing and I you know every time every other time I don't every other time I've kind of like zipped through it a little bit to like get get it through get it over with, but. I don't know, man. I, uh, <laughs> it's just a weird one, man. It's a weird one to me. I can't get over. I can't go over. But what's the next track? We got "No Skin" by Mild Minds. There it is. And featuring Frameworks. Sorry. I was waiting for the scroll on my Spotify feed. You're fine. You're fine. Spotify. Oh, also, just real quick segue. Uh, Get uh get on Spotify and listen to Old Heart Radio, man. Christ. Like uh get uh get out there and uh make sure you're following. What's Caleb's new project? Oh, there's a hot new act out there. Absolutely, produced by a Stringlights, new sponsor, a new Stringlights produced, also featuring a guitar solo by Stringlights. But this act is called The Sinking Night, and the song is titled <laughs> Blue and Gray. Please nice, look it man. up, and it's quite cool. And I, I worked really hard on it, and Caleb wrote the whole thing, and it was pretty nice. Hell is it yeah. is it night as in night in armor yes. or the sinking okay. no sinking night like nighttime? Okay. Oh, like the when the moon. I thought that was an, that was an important clarification. Well, that is an important clarification. Just gotta throw it out there, man. It's there, along with old Heart Radio podcast. Answering right, what's the what's the next uh, what's the next uh, song we were talking about? Mild uh, Minds. No skin Mild by Mild Minds. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> I was put on a Mild Minds originally because uh, the song that Ford got nominated for a Grammy for was a Mild Minds remix. Ford's making songs now? I thought they were just into automobiles. You, the guy that... Yeah, <laughs> it's the next song. The, uh, oh, I remember that song. <laughs> Wait. He did the Odessa remix. No, on the the last he one. did the Odessa remix. Yes. <laughs> okay. I remember yeah. that one. That was that supposed to... Cool. Ah, almost had it on time. <laughs> anyway, the, okay. uh, Sorry. No, so I got Malarkey put on Mild Minds because of that remix, and very shortly after he got signed by Odessa's label that Ford was already on, and so I've just dived into his discography. He makes some pretty fun house music. I think one thing that you guys said in the previous episode I was on was that there was a song where like the vocals almost act as another layer in like the instrumentation. I feel like this can fall sort of into that category. And I couldn't really find anything about Frameworks, so I don't really know what they brought to the table here. So, I really they, I they brought I, the framework, dude. Yeah, good joke, man. Uh, <laughs> this, dang it! <laughs> God damn it! No, but uh, I really like Mild Minds. I think it's a uh, he made like a really good house album with his debut, and this is one of the three singles so far released before the second. So fair enough. How does the council receive? You know, my hot take on it is uh, this could be played on a on a seal Pandora station. If that seal Pandora station had been like had like a Daft Punk song thumbs up, so it had like it started gearing a little more modern. Like I don't mean that I don't mean that offensively. If you if you don't like Seal, then GTFO, okay. So you know that, but 
this this is like it gives it gives me these like weird you know we've been talking about 80s music a, a lot this podcast but it also you know dusty brought up dido and some of these elements like remind me of like weird like 90s art like r&b like or like adult contemporary you know um and so yeah i don't know i actually didn't i, I kind of like this song inexplicably mainly because i like i've slowly been getting into seal the longer i've the longer <laughs> i've been alive on this planet earth and i'm not i'm not too big of a man to admit that <laughs> seals listening relation. at me <laughs> well you guys don't you That's guys don't live. you guys aren't you guys haven't hit his discography this shit's wild you ever listen to a live <laughs> track was... by seal the crowd gets so fucking into Kiss from a Rose, it's ridiculous. It was one of the better Batman theme songs. Absolutely. Absolutely. I honestly don't know if he had other songs. I don't know either. <laughs> I guess I'm mainly just referencing that song. <laughs> Seal's entire career is just that song to me. I'm legit I'm about sorry, that. Sorry, Seal. I, I love you, but I, I'm not familiar with Seal. anything else. Kiss from a Rose is an all-time great, but... Yeah. Okay. For somehow. Okay. This is my fault. I apologize. Somehow we're talking way too much about Seal when we're talking about something completely different. <laughs> so, uh, mild. Let's get back to that mild minds track. But no, like I like like I said, it reminds me of like certain sort of like certain traces of like '90s like uh, like kind of a, like R and B music to me, if you ask me. But how the rest of you guys feel? Like Nick, how'd you feel about this song? I have a love-hate relationship with this song. Um, the most interesting I, kinds of relationships. I, I, I've, I've spoken it before several times on this playlist, and it's been a daily struggle for me just in life. But soft, breathy vocal pads. I'm fucking tired of them, man. <laughs> Fuck it. There's an, Next time I'm on, if, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> that said, if, if there was an instrumental version of this without that vocals... That would have been my favorite song on this playlist. This is like the beat behind the bullshit vocals. It was so cool, and it's absolutely something I've been like trying to work towards sequencing on my own gear, which is currently packed up in boxes. Oh, that's right. So, you are doing that. Yeah. Oh man. Wait, what? What? What's what's thing doing? Oh, I'm just getting divorced oh. already. <laughs> Best wishes from Dusty. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know what was yeah, happening. We did, a, we did a speed run. We've been married for what, like it was three a, months? I love that. That's like a great way to look at those kind of things. Like, dude, oh yeah, I we just, did a quick speed run just like. <laughs> just to clarify, I am not getting a divorce. Yeah, yeah. Just let's let's let's, let's make sure we keep the honor intact. I'm a little there. worried really? that I have to clarify this. No, I I fuck you guys. Our relationship just, is strong. Our you lease know, at our townhome is up. We're moving. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I don't know the like shit here. I uh, genuinely thought Nick was getting divorced for a second. <laughs> I was like, I'm so sorry for asking. My condolences. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't tell, but I like started, I started sweating a bit. I'm trying to keep it because we you had right that now. tweet about her not liking Baja Blast. Oh my and... god, yeah, that's just. <laughs> That's it's been a trying time for us. Shayna does not like Baja Blast. I, I honestly don't. I don't know a person who does not like Baja Blast. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's not for me. Anyways, <laughs> that's what I love about you, Dusty. <laughs> uh, so who else we got? Who hasn't voiced their opinion on this No Skin track? Jameson, I know we haven't asked you. Yeah, I I like this one. Like it had a nice 
down tempo uh, feel to it, and I thought it was interesting. Um, I'd say it was one of my more favorite songs on the list. Um, yeah, it was good. I had no no disagreement on this one. Nice. What about you, Dusty? Uh, I had the same sentiments as Nick, I guess. I mean, the beat and stuff's fine. But yeah, I don't like the, that vocal style. It's just too much. Maybe too yeah. little. That is but like... It's it's a theme that I've noticed on a lot of techno songs and whatnot. But this is just mostly old man yelling at Cloud, so... <laughs> 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 it's sort of a weird through line another unconscious through line my last playlist was all like really bass heavy like songs that all ran at about the same like bpm and now there's a lot of fucking breathy vocals on this playlist completely unintentionally the breathy the breath just, it just happened it just breath, happened. breathy vocals they're there man they just you know they sneak in uh so many songs yeah uh a little break and instrumental but what about this next uh this next song the ford track that, that we were kind of yeah referencing what living L- living breathing, breathing. Is yeah a comma or a period it's a comma okay cool. um yeah good good, <laughs> good to know approved the um <laughs> no i feel like uh i've i've played a ford remix on this once i referenced the guy a few times I'm a big fan. I watched him live. The picture for this uh, for this um, playlist is a picture from the Ford show I went to. And I don't know, there's something, um, it's the pseudo lo-fi nature of this, but it's also very ethereal in vibe. I really enjoy that kind of production. And I feel like Ford does it really well. I especially like the side chaining in the production. It's not as dramatic as the last song in, that I played, in my opinion. And I, I feel like I should ask Nick, was this side chain better for you? Yeah, it was. I, I feel like he still gets that like really sharp, or, like almost aggressive roll off to it. But I feel like it fits a lot better in the actual track rather than being a distraction. Like this, I don't know. I thought he did a lot better job on the side chaining on this one. Just uh, overall, did you did you like the song then? Or oh yeah, the rest of the song. Yeah. <laughs> and so the rest I of the I was song? being invited on as a. As this, like a subject matter expert, you're, you're like, you side know, chain correspondent expert, you bring on. It's like Pawn Stars. You, to I mean, you in that is how I look at it, man. If there's ever any like synth heavy stuff, I just like I just I give, I give my like my layman opinion opinion, and then I wait for Nick to actually make the rest of us sound smart. <laughs> <laughs> no, I found this one really enjoyable. I I really enjoyed the production of it. It reminded so, uh, I. I've started getting into like the real synth nerd stuff where guys are using like old tape reels to try to make the most lo-fi warbly sounding like war- the warmest patches you could possibly make oh, I hate that. and obviously patches. I've gone down that rabbit hole it's it's, <laughs> it's a fucking soup down there man it's, but, <laughs> but this has some of the most just like sonically pleasing sounds in it it's it's just quite enjoyable to listen to it's a nice oh, yeah. I feel like if that's one way that you can put most of Ford's discography, it's like sonically pleasing, but like not, it's also like maybe it can at times be like one step above boring. Like in some of his, in, some, in terms of some of his music, like this could get old relatively quick if you listen to it too much. But then at the same time, it's like, eh, this is nice, but it doesn't overstate its welcome. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say like uh, overall, like I, I didn't mind this track. It was an interesting 
like it hit like it, it hit me different at different times of the day this track like it was like what was it in the i listened to it in the morning for for the first time and it starts off like i can kind of dig it for like a morning vibe that start in the day vibe but then like it's just like the sharpness sometimes of like the beat pattern mixed with that ethereal kind of those ethereal sounds that i think you're referencing that like it didn't hit me as well like too too great i like turned i switched it and then later on that same day i listened to it in the afternoon and like just had i feel like i just had more energy and so like i don't know i just went along with it more you know what i yeah, mean yeah. and like uh anyway so I, overall though i i would say i actually enjoyed this track so my my question though is does he spell his name like with a cat like a lowercase case f because he gets sued by ford or is that a or is that like you know an artistic choice ford get at me yeah uh dusty how'd you feel about this track i don't know it's pretty forgettable to me <laughs> it sounds just like another techno song <laughs> I don't know. I, th- I think I understand how Caleb feels when it comes to ska. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's that's ska. I think Caleb would have enjoyed this song quite a bit. Oh yeah, yeah. but no, I just I don't I don't have any taste for this type of music, so it all is the same for me. It's like I never got into wine because wine all tasted the same to me, and I have a palate for this. It's just like, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. It's just, I might hate, you know, it's nothing against you or enough of the people's chase, just not for me. So you're saying people like rap and some people don't. They're asking for sticker price and you're just leaving it. You're leaving it there. Yeah, I'm away. <laughs> I'm like, eh, I'll nah. eat something at home. Nah, dog. Uh, Jameson, <laughs> what about you, man? You driving this thing off a lot? Yeah, I, I actually found this song when we were doing our ref- reflections playlist. Um, oh, cool. We, I think Lucas was the playlist we did just before Reflections 1. And um, this was actually on my list. And then when we cut down from five songs to three, it got cut out. But um, Ford's really cool. Um, I need to do some more digging. This is like the first thing I found in his catalog that you hadn't shown me that I really liked. So. This is a good one for sure. I took Jameson to be more of a Chevy man. (laughs) No, no, I'm a Ford guy. Ford tough. No No free clap for Ford. (laughs) Stock price (laughs) fucked me. (laughs) All right. Well, I guess that's it for Ford. No more Ford on the podcast. That was was drab. (laughs) Still Ford. (laughs) All right. Well, what do we got next? The the difference. The difference. Uh, by Flume featuring Toroy Moi. So um, Flume's been around for a while now. It's more techno shit that Dusty probably won't like. They, they, both, uh, both these acts, both these acts have been around for a little while. Yeah, Toroy Moi as well, and he does all the vocal work on this. I don't know if he did any co-producing for it. I feel like it's another song like many times before that. I, I feel like if it was longer, it would overstay its welcome, especially with the very drum and bass heavy chorus. I feel, I feel like it's, you also need to be in a mood to enjoy this, like thundering down the highway or something. We'll get, we'll listen to some drum and bass. And I, I, it's a mood for me. I don't know about you guys. This, the, this mood struck me as like an Apple TV ad. 
Oh, or like, fuck. or like, they're trying to sell me a fucking Mac of some sort. Like, that's what this song reminded me of. Not thundering down the highway, but that's just personal. It's just personal. It's just me. What What about the song? Do you like fully like though? Because it, it just sounds it just sounds like a really like it sounds like it's taken some elements of the things that we've heard on the track that we like, but just made them like commercialized. Is that a question of me? Yeah. What, oh, what, okay. Um, no, I, I feel like partially this has to do with uh, some nostalgia towards like early 2010s, sort of very shitty like Dead Mouse and Skrillex type stuff. Needlessly upbeat EDM that's like incredibly aggressive. I, but I feel like this does it better. And I, I don't know. It's a taste that I really used to have. Don't listen to. This might also fall under like a guilty pleasure a bit. I don't, I don't know. I can't really put don't my... feel guilty about things you like. No, no, no. I enjoy. I enjoy it. I'll play. I'll play <laughs> this stuff definitely more than Chromio stuff of this album. There you go. There you go. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> but no. I, I feel. I feel like now officially everybody's thrown Chromio into the bus. Dude, is Chromio gonna be the new Devin Houston? Townsend. <laughs> Townsend. Oh man. Oh, I always say that. <laughs> but yeah. Um, I mean, overall though, I do like. I do like both these artists. Like that's yeah. That's that's the thing. That's why I was. I'm intrigued by this either way. Um, I think it's just a single. There's nothing else. Yeah, that's. I wish they did. Like, I mean, it'd be it'd be an interesting collaboration. Like, oh yeah, further. I think. It, but either way, um, what do you guys think? Like, uh, Jameson, thoughts? Yeah, I kind of thought <clears throat> this kind of made me think like a modern take on postal service. Kind of like a, interesting. Maybe a, okay. yeah. Like I kind of felt that you know you get kind of that indie vibe from Toro. Flume is, you know, a very well-established EDM artist. And I feel like maybe this is a little bit more mainstream, uh, modern postal service. And so I, I liked it. Nice. Interesting. All right. Dusty, I know you like the last, like if you, I know your thoughts on the last track and I feel like you're going to like this one. It wasn't as forgettable as the others. We just had a catchy, uh, catchy chorus. Like, actually had a chorus, unlike some of the others. Um, Reminds me a lot of Band Phoenix. I don't know if you guys. Oh, remember I can get Phoenix. that. You remember that that, that song, nineteen oh one? Yeah. And like Listomania, which the, very similar vibes. It almost seemed like maybe that was like the they sampled them or something. I, I don't know enough about Flume to know if it's the same guy or or what, but. No, I mean I didn't hate it like the others. At least said, like I said, it had a catchy tune to it, catchy chorus, whatnot. So, and Nick, how'd you feel? Do you get postal service vibes? Do you feel like going postal? Did you, what, what did you feel? <laughs> this song sounded to me kind of like just the type of song that would have been in one of those late 2000s early 2010 like indie kid movies that's what i mean like can you can you not see like zach braff running to go get the girl he wants to like the song (laughs) yeah (laughs) michael sarah's in the movie too aubrey plaza is probably there every quirky hollywood yeah zoe deschanel singing at some point yeah yeah. it it sounded like that entire vibe but with like a cool break beat on it (laughs) i really I did enjoy the beat. I was happy I got to listen to another song with a break beat in it. That was weirdly something I just don't listen to enough. Um, Sonically pleasing, you'll say. Over, you could say. Yeah, it's fine. I <laughs> I think I'd have to be in a mood for it, but yeah, I can definitely. absolutely see myself being in a mood for it at some point. It's just not right now. I've been listening to other things lately, and this is this is not the vibe, man. 
this is this is not the vibe, man. Damn. Oh, and that takes us to Fred again. Yeah, Fred again. And as the song's Julia, and then in, in parentheses, deep diving. So interesting story behind this album. So Fred again is a uh, symphony composer. He does he does independent movie scores right now, and in during closures of covid he had been he essentially was locked up couldn't really compose anything couldn't get in front of an orchestra to do any recordings or anything so he just started sampling conversations he'd have on zoom with other musician friends or with just his friends overall and end up flipping them turning them into beats and i don't it created this like really like for for lack of a better term and for a fucking buzzword in electronic music right now very warm feeling beats that i tend to enjoy like there's a bit more soul to it than usual like house projects or edm projects i really enjoyed it i'd be curious this entire album is fucking killer in my opinion oh let's not start with me james (laughs) nick what do you want uh out of this track what do you like about this track (laughs) what do you want out of this track I mean, Nick, it was that. fine. It was a good track, but it just made me uncomfortable. Like, especially it, even now, knowing the the backstory behind, it, I don't want to listen to someone else's like emotional conversations. I don't want to listen to it. It's stressful and unhappy. Emotions belong behind closed doors. <laughs> All right. <Yes>. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> that said, the rest of the song is fine. I'm just not going to listen to this ever again. <laughs> um, is, it, is it a gamble? It is just for that last day. That man's dropping, dropping it off and he's not coming back for it. Shit. <laughs> Jameson, what about you, man? While I do agree with Nick, I found the, the vocal sample to be a little bit, like, made me a little uneasy. Like, I dug this track quite a bit, and I think I will probably dig into the rest of the, the album. But, yeah, that vocal sample is just... It, it was, yeah, made me kind of uneasy. Didn't like it, but... It is a good track, so it's you like to better than fine. Yeah, I think I'll listen to Fred again. It's better than fine. Dusty, is this better than fine for you? Or is this like a fine Marinara? No. I won't be taking a deep dive into this artist either. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I don't know. I understand why he composes for indie films because there's music's not that good to me. But... <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just. No, I'm joking. Uh, it's just, you know, forgettable techno stuff to me. Getting old man yelling at Cloud here. <laughs> uh, I feel it. Yeah, I mean, this is, I'm just going to say it now. This is the least favorite track on the on the playlist for oh, me. Like, mm-hmm. I, I I agree with you guys. Like, the, the vocal sample kind of made me, like, it didn't make me uneasy. It just made me not like it. And... I just i don't know like it was like that other track made me like feel like anxious right this track gave me a little bit of that but i just over yeah i just didn't i don't know it didn't make me angry but i just didn't <laughs> i just didn't enjoy it like yeah i'll pass on this one Shit. julia julia keep going damn have, um yeah that one's just i don't know it's just weird i, I feel like i wish i could describe it better but uh, then what's the next, the next track? The fu- the final song. Oh, Jesus, really? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. We're cruising. Metronomy. Uh, 
Metronomy, one of my favorite bands. Uh, Things Will Be Fine. Uh, I think they released this in November, I think. It's going to be coming out on their upcoming album. And there's like a simple sort of structure to this. It's just well-performed, well-recorded, well-mixed. Metronomy knows what they've been doing. I think this is going to be like their eighth album. And they have a style. They fucking nail it. They're a bunch of musicians that have their own projects and just come together whenever they feel like it to make an album together. They're they're just all fucking yeah. like textbook musicians. Like, and hey, let's do this. Exactly. <laughs> sort of akin to bands like Broken Bells, where it's just like they have a style. They don't make stuff all the time. And when they do, it just it, it just works. Mm. So I really enjoy Metronomy. I'm and I felt like this was sort of a very just a, a soft landing for the playlist. Felt like it might be a crowd pleaser. I, I, I like that. I, I actually, yeah, if, you know, I if I felt that way by the last song, it's kind of a little bit in the opposite, like, direction with this song. I, I personally didn't, like, I, I'm not, like, you know, it's not, like, the most amazing thing in the world, but it's definitely, like, I really enjoyed this track because it was, like, it just had this, like, upbeatness and, like, sort of positive vibe that I enjoyed overall. Like, this the thing that... Um, Jameson, you brought up the Postal Service earlier. I, when I was listening to this two days ago, I like a thought popped into my head that this was like, you could trace the line from Death Cab to here, you know, to this mm. to a track like this. And I did not mind it. I was like, man, I, I kind of like that influence here, you know? You know, that's probably, they probably would cite Death Cab as an inspiration. Metronomy's from like the early 10s, I believe. Yeah. One of like the eight albums, man. He's quoting that like that was like cool. Like oh, yeah. that's a cool number. Like I, I didn't realize they. What's cool is that some longevity. It was like the first album was just one guy, and then brought in a couple other like I think his cousin who does like keys work for a bunch of other guys, and mm-hmm. then a bass player who's like a funk musician by trade, and then their drummer's a DJ who DJs on BBC all the time, and has her own label on BBC. And then they got uh, another producer called Nazca Lines, and it's like they're all doing stuff. It's I I, I really like that. You can tell they're all fucking pros. Hell yeah. Well, what about the rest of you guys, uh, Dusty? Did how did you feel about this song on, on the on the playlist? Did you did you like this song? Uh, yeah, like this is more my style of music, anyways. Um, reminds me of I, I get the Death Cab there. Um, I guess if you were to fuse Death Cab with the National, yeah. so his voice is very similar to to the um, guy from the National. But it's a nice change up from the last ten songs or so. <laughs> They're just, I don't know. I mean, this is like I said, those other ones are not my style. And, you know, to each their own. I respect people's music tastes, but this is definitely more my style of songs. Probably my favorite song in the playlist. So, nice. Sweet. Nick, what about you, man? How'd you feel overall about this track? I'm kind of iffy on it. So this isn't the first time we've we've listened to Metronomy, and I, I remember yeah. enjoying them in the past. This song I was not feeling, honestly. This had the vibe of like someone's grandparents who have never heard rock and roll before, but they're playing rock and roll by reading it from sheet music. That's what it kind of sounds like to me. It's got real like pet food commercial vibes to it. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Your best Dude. friend deserves the best, so get him a meal full of nutrients. <laughs> so oh, this one, yeah. Jared? Yep. Okay. <laughs> there it is. 
It's, but I mean, it's it's fine. It still sounds like metronomy. It's Dude, still... you likened it to a fucking pet food commercial. <laughs> That's a gavel. Hey man, you this might have just given a, you might have just given metronomy a good idea. Maybe they're gonna make some money off of that idea. <laughs> it's the future. <laughs> it's gonna pop up in a PetSmart commercial soon. Seattle, uh, Seattle's commercial. Oh, oh no, Jameson. Uh, what kind of commercial do you think this should be in? <laughs> commercial wise, uh. Fuck, I don't know. Well, yeah, how do you like I, I don't know, song? but I do like this song. Um, <laughs> when it started up, I was like, fuck, we're back to the goddamn 80s radio station. <laughs> but it quickly kind of tailed off and the vocals came in and kind of evened everything out for me. So I, I did like this one. And um, I, I think now that I've had enough exposure, I'll, I'll go back to Metronomy and try them out some more. Yes. That's kind of where I'm at with them too, Jamison. I'm like, man, I, I might dig a little more in just to see what else they have. Because I've pulled a few tracks out now. Or I've been showing a few tracks now that I'm kind of like, there's elements, man. There's things I want, I like out of them. So You know, I honestly bit. expected Jared to fucking hate this song because I got Metronomy going at Dancing Goats and it didn't stop for like a year. Yeah. And I expected you to heavily this, resist. That was the that was the thing. I I you know I did get like like this is like it's got coffee house vibes on. Not like not like coffee house like you know the coffee. I know food, I know just mean, in I know general like and and so that was like something that I had to get past. And that's why I was surprised that I liked it because I, like as much as I did because I was like I'm usually just adverse to that at the moment. Yeah, but it was kind of nice. I don't know why. I think there, there's a place for music like that. Where it's inoffensive, but it also doesn't suck, you know? Yeah, yeah that's what we call it's fun. It's fun. <laughs> should we do should we do tops and bottoms? Yeah, yeah. Let's, uh, what do you got? What do you, anybody got their tops and bottoms picked out? Because I think I have mine. So uh, I can I, I can get mine quickly. Uh, yeah, yeah. What, what are your favorites? Uh, the, you know, if, favorite I had to, if I had to choose a favorite, I really I said this before. I really enjoy Japanese breakfast. I think B Sweet is a fucking killer song. If I had to choose a bottom, you know, the more I thought of it, the more I regretted putting If Anything by uh, fucking uh, John Glacier on this album or on this on this playlist. I like it sort of not to say that it ruined the song for me, but it made me think more critically about it. And I was like, what the fuck was I doing with that? What was the prerogative? You know, <laughs> was it? I mean, I, I gave Sadness some shit as sort of like a filler song. But I really enjoy Little Dragon, and I was debating which Little Dragon song to put on. Then we got to If Anything, and I genuinely thought to myself, why the fuck did I put this song on a playlist? Amen. <laughs> it belongs somewhere. It's it it you know it belongs it just, on a different playlist. Just maybe yeah, maybe a different one. Um belongs I already on told intro to a playlist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Man. I uh I already said my my least favorite, and that's that Julia song. I I definitely won't be revisiting that. Um, and you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't recommend it for other people. <laughs> doctor, Shit. it's not doctor prescribed, uh, unlicensed, unlicensed. Um, a naturopathy doctor like yourself. Yeah. I, you know, I, uh, thank you for, thank you for acknowledging my pet, my naturopathy. <laughs> um, but my, my favorite on the fucking playlist, uh, this might be out of left field, but it's Loretta. By, what? By oh. Ginger Root. Wow. I know. I, 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 Is that because of the low bar of quality, or did you actually like it? No, I liked it. I, I, I like, I like the. Uh, how do I say it? 
like i just like the the, the cheesiness of it and like the I don't know. It it it's it doesn't it, it sets out to be exactly what it is. I feel like. I guess that's fair. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I love that I just assumed that the playlist sucked. <laughs> that's why that was your favorite. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's it, there's plenty of things to pick and choose from on here. What about the rest of you guys though? Do we got uh, Jameson? How about you? Do you got your tops sure. and bottoms? Oh, I I have them. Um, I'm gonna say my bottom of the list is definitely that Loretta song. It fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but top of the list will be that uh, "Many Times" by Dijon. I thought that was a fucking rad song. I liked it a lot. Awesome. Um, yeah. But I'm just gonna say, as the the only dad here, I'm I'm disappointed in you, Lucas, and I want you to come back with some more fucking heat because your first playlist set a real high fucking bar, and you brought back a fucking turd on your report card this time. So step it up. Oh god, uh, hitting me right into daddy issues. I love it, dude. You got dad. Uh, you, you, you know, I was gonna I was gonna end it with. Guys, I can do better than this. I know I can do better. I'm sorry. I'm a man. I can change if I have to. I swear. I'll just make a. I'll make a whole Tame Paul playlist. Really show you how low it goes. Oh no. Oh, kill me. Oh god. <laughs> Dusty, do you have a top uh, tops and bottoms? Um, got a lot of bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, that metronomy song's my favorite. I also like the japanese breakfast as as generic be as it is but i've heard it before and i always thought it was kind of catchy and um, i don't really like this john glacier i don't like so you say it's a female named john uh the story is that she was able to actually get booked under the guise of being a man ah okay i respect her for that um yeah, but I don't respect the song. It, it's a Whack Arnold situation. Yeah, <laughs> it's just to listen to Whack Arnold Brothers. They're so bad. They're so bad that that's good. It's to me, it's just too boring. And just like you said, anticlimactic and just meh. Ugh. Well, it's a good thing climate change is real, so it can melt that glacier. Mm. What a segue! All right, <laughs> Nick. Swing and a miss. Swing and a miss. <laughs> uh, yeah. Nick, what about you, I guess? <laughs> what do you got for us? You going tops first or bottoms first? Well, let's go bottoms first. Don't want to end it on a high note for me. Um, <laughs> Give us so some positivity at the end. <laughs> bottom is definitely Julia for me. That song made me so uncomfortable. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but uh, <laughs> uh, it, it, if anything, I did not enjoy by John Glacier. However... I would absolutely go check out other John Glacier songs with the expectation that not all of them sounded like that one. Yeah. So that one's not as offensive to me as Julia. You know, nothing against Fred again either. I just don't want to listen to his friends' conversations. Um, Top was actually Dijon. That one snuck up on me. Double Uh, tops. There you go. The production on that one was so interesting to listen to. The the arrangement of it, the writing, just those different styles of music all kind of smashed together in a way I hadn't heard it before. I'm going to be listening to more Dijon and, and sharing it with some people that I know will appreciate it. That was a cool track. Sweet. You know, uh, just to see uh, who should we uh, should we take a guess at what Caleb's tops and bottoms are? Mm. Ooh. 
What would kill? You all know him well. I feel like. Oh man, I don't know. Maybe we, maybe we can shout him out. Healthy respect for Odessa. I would say I feel like he'd really like that Odessa song, maybe just because he like you know he's mentioned them before. But I don't think he would like. I don't know. I feel like he wouldn't necessarily like that uh, Flume song. He probably wouldn't like no, the Fred he again. Hated that. He probably wouldn't like the Fred <laughs> again either. I can only think of songs that he'd hate. <laughs> maybe that says something. Maybe that's. <laughs> He'd yeah, hate a lot of this. He'd, quite, he, he'd hate quite a bit of his playlist. He would hate some vitriol in there. But he would I think... hate definitely the second song. Oh god, yeah, Caleb would have loathed <laughs> it, This has stopped becoming yeah. tops. Oh, it's yeah. just all bottoms. <laughs> 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 We're just like, no, he would have. He would have hated that one. And uh, <laughs> what else? Uh, I think we could probably all agree. Caleb would probably like the Odessa song and the Ford song, and that was that probably be about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I was thinking too. <laughs> I, I was like. You guys, you mentioned the Ford song earlier. I, I bet he'd like either one of those, but either way, you know, he's not here, so he can't tell us his opinion. <laughs> <laughs> you know, fellas, it's always a pleasure to be before the council, even with mixed results, or in this case, pretty fucking mediocre. <laughs> uh, overall, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I don't think I've ever like can describe a review more reviews more so. As, Eh. <laughs> this podcast <laughs> for me right now yeah, like, it's like the the lack of strong opinions is slightly soul crushing <laughs> people it's like if for a uh, uh, you know playlist of music review podcast we give a lot of like limp handshakes out to a lot of these pods you know they're just like <laughs> we're just eh, we just we put it out there but we're just like we don't know if we're committed to that statement but that said like I said a moment ago, when I got father shamed by Jameson, uh, <laughs> I, I can do better, guys. I'll be back. Hopefully, hopefully I can be on, listen to some other people's stuff. Because uh, I, I, I'm really feeling like dishing it out right now. Sometimes that's it, man. Sometimes the the, the anger just bubbles up and you, guys, you just want to talk some shit about somebody else's fucking picks. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all up right now. Around. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. All so right. Just imagine being a guest. Well, guys, I think we leave this here. This is episode number 19. So we got one away from a special 20th, 20th episode. Is, and then, is the 20th episode a specific thing? It's a, uh, yeah. Fair it, to announce? We have a specific guest on there. Oh. Um, I'm looking forward to this guest. Uh, Jameson, you, I think you know this guest. Uh, I do. Yeah. Um, we're going to have my wife on. So. Hey. <laughs> um. I was we, we've invoked the name. Yeah, looking forward. It'll it'll be kind of interesting. I mean, obviously, no one really knows, but me and my wife, we've been together since we were fifteen, since we were sophomores in high school. So, everyone, all of the council is familiar with Amy, and uh, I think it's going. She says she's going to get drunk before this, so there will be some <laughs> fights to be had. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. No, I so look forward to seeing. Her. I haven't, I haven't seen any, or talked to him in so long. It feels like it'll just be cool. It'll be cool to have her on. And just, you know, see what because uh, you've you've said that like a couple of songs that you put on playlists have been like sort of you know adjacent to some of her tastes. So I'm interested oh, yeah. to see how that how that's you know her playlist looks overall. But yeah, so we got you know we got that special 20th episode guest, and then we'll have you know uh, a couple you know we'll keep them chugging, we'll keep going along. But in the meantime. You hot dogs, make sure you're rolling around on that dusty floor. 
pick yourself up, take take off some of those pet hairs and those dog hairs that might be wandering around, get that mud shaken off of you, put yourself into some boiling water, and then batter yourself up and eat, get eat with corn Dijon. Dog. Yeah, dip yourself into some Dijon and eat a corn. I know. That's what I'm saying, guys. Don't let me talk this much sometimes. Just cut me off. Say, like, this this fucking nonsense is going nowhere. Why well, hasn't there been a- I wanted to see where it was going. Okay, it was fair like, enough. It was, like a, it was like a tunnel painted, like like a fake tunnel in a Looney Tunes cartoon painted on a wall. That's, that's where your tangents go. Where's where's Coffee and Contemplation like been this I whole like time? Uh, yeah. The the rants have just been storing up. Trust me, they're they're, they're gonna they're gonna reappear eventually. It's gonna boil over. We're gonna get like a week with twenty coughing contemplations. Yeah, spring break's gonna happen, and then like you know, all hell will break loose. Yeah, the, exactly. The airing of grievances. I've got a problem with you people, and I'm gonna let you know. <laughs> but just remember, listeners, go and fucking listen to some string lights. Go and listen to fucking uh, whatever. What, what was what was the what was Kalo's project? The Sinking Night. The Sinking Night. Yeah, man. And of course, follow along that trusty old old heart radio. Uh, seriously though, thank you for everybody listening. Council, as always, thank you for judging us somebody else's music with me. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, guys. <laughs> All right, Thanks, we'll leave guys. it there. Say good night. Good, good night. Good night, fellas. Keep your stick in the ice. <laughs>